All right. Mac, what's your word again? Monster. Monster. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. I didn't get to, you didn't have your typical Halloween party this year, so I didn't get to force everybody to watch the original Monster Mash. That's true. I'm kind of sad about that. This movie definitely reminded you of that, I'm guessing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Although I did force some other people to watch it, and they did not like it. That was pretty awkward when you put that on and like my sister uh, and her uh, fiance at the time were there. Yeah, I forgot and, uh, about that. That was great. Good times. <laughs> anyway, hold on one second. Hey, welcome to the Over Talking Podcast with your hosts, Ken and CJ. Hi, CJ. Greetings, human beings. This is the show where we talk over TV shows and movies as chosen by our guests. And this week we watched The Adams Family Values because it's the Thanksgiving episode. Because of Thanksgiving. Not the first That's one. Great. Nope. Haven't seen the first one, actually. Really? Ever? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Wow. I just assume I have, because I had seen this before for sure. Oh, okay. So I feel like it's weird to watch the sequel too, but not the first one. Yeah, it was. But <laughs> I mean, I, I used to watch the show growing up, so I was, I don't know. I already know everyone. Yeah. But I definitely didn't realize that Doc Brown was uh, that one dude. Marty! Marty. Well, now that you brought it up, I, that, I did want to bring that up, that Christopher Lloyd is in a, this movie. And man, does he have a range. He doesn't sound at all like a Doc Brown's character. <laughs> so we've, we've got Doc Brown, Marty, and then we've got Uncle Fester, Gomez. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's pretty nuts. Yeah. Uh, let, let's bring on our guests and we can talk about it a little bit more. Uh, joining us once again is um, Credits Master Meg. Mag, Welcome Mag. back. Hello. Thank you for having me. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hi. Did you like, you. Do you, are you a big fan of Christopher Lloyd? Are you a Lloyd stan? I mean, if he shows up in a movie, I'm like, oh, that's Doc Brown. Cool. That's about as far as it goes. He's a good uh-huh. actor, yeah. Do you think he gets Doc Brown more or Uncle Fester? Definitely Doc it's Brown. Obviously <laughs> Doc Brown. <laughs> I don't know. This is pretty good. Without hair, I mean, he's basically unrecognizable. Yeah, so. it's not until he puts the light bulb in his mouth that people are like, Uncle <laughs> ah, Fester. Uncle Fester. Yeah. Or that dark eye makeup. Yeah, he's just really tired yeah, all, the, all time. the time. All of them look so tired. <laughs> it seems pretty normal to what I look like every day, so it's it's right at home there. I hear that. I don't know. I mean, you're basically Morticia. When you wake up, you just have just light over your eyes. That's right. Everywhere else is dim. That's right. I loved that. I love that that was a thing <laughs> that they decided to do. I can't even remember what the first movie is about, to be honest. I only remember have this you, Have you, movie. you seen it? I have to assume so. I assume I have too. While I was doing some research about this movie, there was something about Fester losing his identity and thinking his name was Gordon or there something like that. And I was like, I don't totally remember that, but Gordon, I've, I've, I've had to have seen it. I just assume that I have as well. But Yeah. And this is always when I, because like I would have been a toddler when this came out, but I know I've seen it and I forget that that was a thing that like, in all of the 90s and early 2000s, you never saw movies as soon as they came out. Like, I was always watching stuff on VHS or whatever. Yeah, that Just means like, like it, took, it took years for that to finally come to your home. So, yeah. Makes sense. Was this advertised? Like, is this series technically, like, for kids? Yeah, it's got to be, right? I mean, <sighs> they do have some pretty intense sexual innuendos throughout this, the movie this but. movie is very sexual it is very very sexual yeah i i forgot about that i did not did not associate sexualness with this movie 
Yeah. All right. I, I think uh, before we get any deeper, we're going to take a quick break and we'll come back and we'll talk about what this actually even is for people who don't know. Uh, so we'll be right back. What news? Father, what is it? It's an Adams. He has my father's eyes. Gomez, take those out of his mouth. He's an adorable little baby. Fine. Rub it in. Children, why do you hate the baby? We don't hate him. We just want to play with him. Especially his head. You'll meet someone, someone very special. Someone who won't press charges. And we're back. <laughs> and the Overtalking Podcast here once again by Meg. And we're talking about the Adams Family Values. Meg, we are going to put 30 seconds on the clock for you to describe for someone who's never heard of the Adams Family uh, what they are and what this movie is it, what it about. What it about? Ready to go. What it about? Okay. Uh, they're creepy. They're kooky. They're altogether spooky. They're the Adams Family. And uh, in this the particular film, they get a new baby. And then they have to get a nanny to hire or to take care of the baby because who wants to take care of three kids? Ten seconds. Uh, and then the nanny ends up being a gold digger, Five, serial four, killer who three, preys on Fester. Two. Hilarity ensues. Did I get it? <laughs> yeah, I feel definitely. Like so many descriptions end with our guests saying hilarity ensues, and I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did it not ensue? It's, it's not wrong. I laughed a bunch. It, it didn't ensue. So, something I want to point out is that uh, this technically is a crossover episode with our other podcast, uh, Taking Cues from Cusack. Thank you. Let's play that bumper music. Taking Cues from Cusack. Yes. Thank you for bringing that up. We have the lovely Joan Cusack in this movie yet again. Is this our like third Joan Cusack movie? Have we hit three yet? At least two. I mean, definitely some of the Jack Black ones had her for sure. Yeah, we've got School of Rock, classic role in that. And then... Um, she was in High Fidelity. High Fidelity, too. yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're hitting the third timers club with Joan. Yeah. At least. And now, how does this performance compare to her other two? How, how are you ranking her characters in those three movies? I mean, she's just the same person in like every movie. No. Honestly, in this, she was <laughs> hilarious. Like, I... I think the movie would have been a lot different had they cast somebody else in her role because she just really brought it and was very believably like crazy. And I loved it. And I I just, I really liked her in this role, especially because normally she's just like, yeah, just there. And uh, and this one, she was really able to like show some range and like let it go and I liked it. So is this your number one? Adam's For family, number there? one, then School of Rock and or High Fidelity? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, she was barely in High Fidelity. I was going to say, that better be third. <laughs> yeah. High Fidelity is definitely third. I did really like her in School of Rock, but like this was exceptional. Fair enough. I think I'm... I'd have to agree. I don't know. Yeah, that's a... T- she is really good in this. All right. I'm doing tie for first and then High Fidelity <laughs> after that. <laughs> so so who are everyone... Who's everyone in the Adams Give family? us the rundown yeah. of that family. Yeah. Uh, there's Gomez. Shex. And Morticia. And who are and they in the family? Yeah. Who are they? They're the mamas and the papas. Good band. And okay. the papas and the mamas. And then their uh, son, Pugsley, and daughter, Wednesday. And then their new baby, Pubert. <laughs> uh, which, which what a choice. Today. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Uncle Fester, who is Gomez's brother. And then Grandmama, who is Gomez's mother. And there's Lurch, the butler, 
And then sometimes we see Cousin It, who is a cousin. And I think that's the family. And the hand. Well, he's not like blood relative. Oh, he's is that? He just hangs out. Not that I'm aware of. Oh, thing. Didn't, didn't they? Didn't they insinuate that Gomez and the Hand hooked up at one point? During this <laughs> did movie? they? Yeah. I'm pretty sure they did. I think they're I missed t- that. They're talking about how like Fester is so lonely, and he really wants to meet a woman. And then Gomez is like, "Well, you've got Thing." And it's just like that's weird. That's a really weird yeah. thing to say. It's just a hand. It just like cuts to the hand, and you're like, "Oh, wow. okay." I missed what, that. What, what happened there? I did not uh, get that joke, or if that was the joke, I'm not totally sure. But <laughs> yikes! Yikes! I feel like this family is not great at naming their sons. <laughs> Wednesday of the, is at least somewhat normal. That's a day of the week, perfectly normal. Yeah. And then we have Pugsley and Pubert. Not great. What's wrong with that? You don't see any any issues with that at all. Yeah, that's what they make it. That like a a maybe slightly overweight boy is named Pugsley. A pug is a cute dog, so I mean. They do have squishy faces. They're very squishy. I don't know. Yeah, not names that I would choose for my children, but. Uh, yeah, you think there was some sort of like theme going on? Why Wednesday then if the other two are named so ridiculous? For her to get a normal name? Well, her name is Wednesday Friday. Her oh, middle name it. is Friday. I did so, not know that. Yeah. So, so she has real? a little party in her. Yeah. Wednesday Friday Adams? Mm-hmm. Huh. <laughs> That's, is that real? I read it somewhere. It has to be real. Okay. I thought oh. you were joking. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I read so it on the internet. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Huh. I wonder what Pug... What do we think Pugsley's middle name is? It's Pugsley Bugsley, right? That's Pugsley it. Bugsley. That's yeah. right. <laughs> Got it. And then Pubert Dilbert? Pubert Dubert. Pu- Adams. Adams. <laughs> Pubert Dubert. <laughs> it probably is. That's I feel, it. I feel like I'm slipping into Adam Sandler there for Pubert Dubert Dubert. Pubert Dubert Dubert. It's contagious. Dumb. It's dumb. Uh, oh, we got the Sandler. Yeah. Check. Uh, is it too is it too early to talk about the theme song at the end? <laughs> you are, uh, already want to jump there? Because I, I, think, like, I think we should talk about why this movie was picked in the first place. All right, all right. Which was Meg because- knows the show. <laughs> <laughs> I just really want to talk about that theme. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Go and ahead. And why did you pick this movie for me to uh, present <laughs> on this podcast? <laughs> Because we half watched it uh, during Halloween yep. times. That's right. And uh, it has a Thanksgiving scene in it. I believe we left the TV on for our dog so she wouldn't get lonely while we went to a drive-in movie. And then when we got home, it was on and we just kind of sort of watched it while we, you know, went about the house. And we ended up really getting into it at the end. And uh, we stayed for the end song, which is a fantastic uh, I guess remake of Whoop There It Is. Yes, and it's by the same the same band. It's my tag team. It's by tag team. It's basically the exact song of Whoop There It Is, except <laughs> the lyrics are changed so that it just talks about the movie and like the people and 
it might have been the greatest thing that happened to us during this COVID whole situation. It has brought us so much joy. We've been singing it nonstop. It's literally whoop, there it is, but they just shove the Adams family in Guys, the middle of that. I feel like you could almost say that tag team is back again. Oh my God. <laughs> party on, party people. Check it to wreck it. Let's begin. DC's <laughs> in the house. Jump, jump, rejoice. No, no, you're, you're doing the wrong. It's, it's, it's Adam's family's it. in the house. Oh, Let's, got it. Yeah. Family's in the house. That's right. Let me hear some noise. That's and right. then they'll say like, That's lyric. literally the Adam's family theme at one point during it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, it's real clever and they clearly spent a lot of time on it. Um, <laughs> but they did also produce an entire music video for it featuring Wednesday and Pugsley. It's the best. It's pretty incredible, actually. Yeah. So that's why this movie is our choice. <laughs> Just for that. We want to talk about the song and how much we like it. And it's let's really- not let's not blow past how this all starts, or at least the music video starts with Wednesday saying, "I believe, kick it." Yeah, <laughs> kick it. <laughs> and then it starts. Kick it. Oh, they're like Christina Ricci. You have to stay in character as Wednesday Adams during this, but you're in. A music video right now. So you're gonna also gonna need to dance at one point too with Pugsley. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my god. Whoop, there it is. I wonder if this was like super cool for them to be in. You know, like I wonder if both those actors were like, This is really cool. We get to hang out with tag team tag team i'm sure they didn't know who tag team was didn't this didn't this song come out like the same year as whoop there it is it did yeah so, so like the song wasn't even big yet it was just they're like oh we only have one song so i guess we're gonna shove the adams family in the middle of this one it was big enough that they landed the role so i mean <laughs> yeah good point was, what else is tag team done have they done anything else i would know cj's probably so. looking at that yeah right now. i i was just gonna say i really encourage everyone listening to just read the lyrics of womb there it is they're <laughs> pretty amazing <laughs> and then also read the adams family song can I, I i hope i'm not stepping on trivia but i do have another music related fun fact go ahead not only did tag team get an adams family value song the sequel another artist Got one in the first movie. Yeah, we watched that. <laughs> it, had, it auto-played for me on YouTube. I was like, no way. <laughs> MC, MC Hammer. Hammer. Yeah. The, with a was... song called Adam's Groove. At least that one's original. It's like an actual original song, I think, right? I, I think so. I want to say so. I don't... But I'm also not as familiar with his work. Okay, but then like, he also put the too legit to quit part in that song. So yeah. he, it's just like... Taking other parts of his song, which I guess is fine. In there. I yeah. don't know. He was dancing the whole time, and like the whole cast was in that music video. So yeah, that was pretty sweet. These again, highly encourage people to look up the lyrics to this song <laughs> as well. They're pretty great. <laughs> uh, if I may, speaking and thinking about the Adams, you know the hammer is with it. I'm with it. Act a <laughs> fool, no bones, swoop, goofy, and Randy. What the fuck is that? I don't know. <laughs> that, that's one line. It's, no these bones, are, it's pretty great. Swoopy and Randy. Yeah. And Randy. swoop is spelled with three O's. Specifically of, swoop. Of, of course. Are those yeah. people? I, I don't think so. I mean, Goofy is a dog. Randy's yeah. a person. 
That's like his background dancers. All yeah. of the, one's named Swoop, one's named Goofy, one's I named Randy. I thought so because during the music video, he like says that, and then like those people look at the camera. So I thought he was just listing people's cool names. Oh, his crew. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know enough about MC Hammer. I'm so I'm sorry to all you MC Hammer fans out there. Please forgive me. Please write in. Please call our podcast and correct me on this MC Hammer knowledge. All I know about MC Hammer is that he was in a Cheetos commercial. That's <laughs> that's all you know about MC Hammer. You don't know anything else about him. That's it. He well, can't now I gotta look this up as well. That's all. <laughs> that's all I know. Do you know anything about his like pants or that he can't? Yeah, he, he got can't Cheeto touch pants. It? You got Cheeto pants. Yeah, those are parachute pants. pants. My bad. They are not Cheeto Cheetos bags. Pants. They're Cheeto mm. bag pants. I think he's got some Cheeto bags in there. Oh my god! Oh wow! You mean like a super recent commercial? Yeah, like a Super Bowl commercial. A, super, oh. a 2020 Super Bowl commercial. Yeah. Wow! I don't think I remember. He has Cheeto those. dust on his hands, and he can't like help with moving furniture and stuff because that's that's it. And then he's like, "Can't touch! Can't touch that! Can't touch!" Because I got Cheeto dust on my hand. See how messy this treat is? Wow. I can't touch anything. That's funny. Have a time. I touched it. New Cheetos popcorn. It's a Cheetos thing. I don't know if that's a selling point. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I love eating things that don't let me touch anything else. (laughs) I guess if you don't want to help your friends move, then you grab a bag of Cheetos and you you can't do anything. So that's, there you go. I'm moving soon. That's what's going to happen. I'm going to call up all my friends that have offered to help me and they're like, sorry, dude, got a bag of puffs. We're all (laughs) all eating Cheetos on that day. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to, wait, when is that, Sage? <laughs> Are you busy then? I got Cheetos on that day. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> Darn it. <laughs> uh, I also love that th- this movie, I was getting so many more jokes that I didn't remember existed. Like now that I'm an adult. Yes. Was able to, like one, there, one joke that caught me by surprise, they're at the camp and in one of the cabins is a Michael Jackson poster and the kid That's screams cool. when he sees it. <laughs> yeah in 1993 they already were like that guy's a creep (laughs) well okay i do have a fact about that which is that michael jackson was set to write and perform a song for the movie so he had already like written it and had maybe recorded it and he was supposed to shoot a music video and that's when he was accused of some not so great stuff with children and so they already they were like yeah, that's not going to work out. And apparently, like, Michael Jackson's people were like, oh, scheduling conflict, like, this isn't going to work. But it was mostly because he diddled kids. And Jesus. Um, <laughs> so they put that in there as, like, a weird sick nod to that. And uh, it actually is really, really funny. Yeah. So. <laughs> that was very, very funny. Also, uh, that kid, I mentioned this show in a recent episode, the show Numbers. That kid that yeah. screams is the star of the numbers. And the camp counselor is also in the show numbers. Is he really? Oh, yeah. The, He's like a college professor. Huh. The kid was also in the Santa Claus as the head elf Bernard. Oh, that's right. right. Which I had a huge crush on Bernard. So <laughs> oh. that was fun. If you want to see adult him, he's in numbers. No, I only want him with elf ears. So. Okay, got it. Yeah. That's what I it is. Yeah, it's the ears. Well, I think this is the perfect time to plug what next week's episode is going to be, CJ. Yes. Uh, good segue. Next week, we will be watching Santa Claus 2. Woo! 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 To Santa That's 2 right. Clausd. That's right. Watch it now and get prepared. Yeah. Kicking off holiday month yet again. 
Bernard's in that one too, right? I think he comes back. He better be. Mm. Pretty sure he does. Spoilers. I, I was told from our guest that the Santa Claus movies only get better after each one. Uh, that's cannot be true. I, I She was 100% serious. She says the third one is her favorite, but since we've already done the first one, we're going to work our way up. Yeah, well, she also wanted to do the Real Housewives uh, Christmas <laughs> episode. Is the third one the one with Jack Frost? I didn't you know a third one existed. I have no idea. I did not know a third one existed before yeah, today. I remember what you're talking about. Right? Yeah. With that one dude. Yeah. Yeah. Whose name I can't think of right now because I'm on the spot. Nope. Anyway, he's in uh he's in Father of the Bride. Yes. Very well known comedian and actor. Martin Short. There Martin it is. Short. Martin Short. I don't like Martin Short. What? Not gonna lie. Yeah, I don't know. He goes oh, in the wrong way. His oh. and Steve Martin's Netflix special is amazing. Oh. I've been meaning to watch that for the longest time and have not. It's really good. I can't. I've definitely never seen the third one. And I would, I think the ratings agree with Ken's thought that that's not true. All right. Stop looking because you know we're going to get to that at some point. That's true. All right. Uh, well, I think this is a good time to pivot to. Hey, did you know that? That's right. For new listeners, this is the part of the show where we typically pit our guests and CJ head to head to see who knows the most about what we watch. But Meg has been helping out with trivia a little bit lately, and she offered up to pit me and CJ head to head in a battle to the <gasps> death to see what co-host knows the most about this movie. And it's probably not me because I haven't even seen the first one. <laughs> Gasp. Gasp. It's okay. I don't remember whether or not I have seen the first one. I'm just assuming <laughs> I have. Meg, are you ready? I'm ready. Awesome. All right, let's kick it. Kick it. In the film adaptations, Fester is said to be Gomez's brother. However, in the original 1964 television series, Fester was a Gomez's uncle, B, Morticia's brother, C, Morticia's uncle, or D, Gomez's cousin. I'm going to go with Morticia's brother. Yeah, same. You are both wrong. He was supposed to be Morticia's uncle. Really? So super old. Mm-hmm. Much older than. Much huh, old. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. No points awarded to nobody. <laughs> okay. Great. In, in this movie, Gomez and Morticia interviewed many nannies and eventually exhausted all of the agency's options. When Debbie finally shows up, Morticia was surprised, stating that the agency suggested what instead of a nanny? A Doberman. Uh, uh, a priest. Ken's correct. It was a Doberman. <laughs> I don't know why I remember that. I don't that. know why. <laughs> <laughs> to take care of the baby? Yeah, I don't really get it. This is a cool-looking dog. All right, so at Camp Chippewa, what is the name of the place that is used to punish campers who are not perky enough? Oh, it's just that random uh, shack in the woods. Yeah, it's just the shack. <laughs> Where they make them watch Disney movies. Is it A, Companion Cabin, oh. B, Friendship Factory, oh, C, Tranquility Tent, or D, the Harmony Hut. C, Tranquility Tent, I think. Oh, wow, these are all <laughs> pretty spot on. Uh, I'm going to go with Harmony Hut. I like that one. It is the Harmony Hut. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it's not even a tent. Why did I think that was? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's a literal building. I would have said Companion <laughs> Cabin. It was like a little cabin building. But yeah, yeah correct. CJ gets that point. Yes. Is CJ keeping track of the points? I am. I'm not. Oh, good. All That's right. probably not fair, but you do that always <laughs> anyway. So it's one to one. 
What does Wednesday say Chippewa means? Orphan. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think that's correct. That is correct. It is orphan. Oh, <laughs> It's right. two to one now. Okay. One. It's getting intense. Uh, where does the engagement ring that Fester uses to propose to Debbie come from? Their mom's grave. Oh, yeah. yeah, CJ, point. Yes. I did like that. They were like, that was buried with her mother, and she just holds up a shovel. That was pretty good. That's good. She she really is a gold digger. Hey. Before Debbie attempts to electrocute the Adams family, she has them watch a slideshow, which explains that she had murdered her own parents. What was the reason she murdered them? She wanted a ballerina Barbie doll, but got a oh. uh, Malibu Barbie doll. That's right. That is correct. CJ just, takes attention. He put down I, his phone for this movie. That's when I picked up my phone. Wow. <laughs> I, to be fair, I just finished watching like the last 20 minutes before this. Oh. And that wasn't that scene. All right. That's fair. We watched it last night. It is now three to two. Okay. What is the Rotten Tomatoes tomato oh. for? I think CJ has to go first then because he's in the lead, right? Yes. Critics. Critics. Hmm. Oh, boy. Oh, I don't know what. I don't know. Yeah, I honestly have no idea. I enjoyed this, but uh, maybe like a a 67. This is tough because clearly the first movie was successful enough to warrant like an immediate sequel. Mm -hmm. But then they didn't make another one after this. So I don't know, but it was pretty it was pretty good. But I also don't have anything to compare it to. Okay, we're going to need an answer. Ah! What would you say, Siege? 67. Shit. Uh, One. (laughs) Stumped him. <laughs> Answer is 77%. Uh, yes. CJ gets the point. I, that's okay. That's, uh, I think, a little surprising, but I'm that glad. That's very surprising. That's that's really good. Dang. Do yeah. we want to guess what the audience score for this movie on Rotten Tomatoes was? Ooh. Uh, 62. I Yeah, 77 is already so high. I would have assumed the audience would like it more. I'll do like a 74. 63% can oh, get points. Damn. Yeah. That's, that's it. Nice. That's all I got. Well, I think that makes uh, CJ the winner, though. Tag team back again. <laughs> nice job, dude. Whoop, the Adams family. There it is. There it is. There it is. Well, I think that means it's time for ratings. 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 Uh, Meg, on a scale of one to 10, what would you rate uh, this movie that you definitely chose? Uh, for you. You know, every time this part comes around, and I I know this podcast, I've been on it a few times, I should think of this answer before I say it, because I feel like I always just make it up on the fly. And am I trying to buy myself more time right now by <laughs> vamping? Yeah, I am. Um, for me, this movie was fine. It had some funny moments. I don't think I would ever seek it out to watch it, but um, it was fine for being on TV and laughing for a little bit i'd say what is this out of 10 like i should know <laughs> what is this out of 10 <laughs> meg if, you, if you'd like uh when you rated the santa claus a seven a and a ten. half oh i did yes. i thought i gave it a 10 ah. uh, i give this movie like a 4.5 wow <laughs> okay dang yeah. okay it's fine. I'm not a huge fan of the Adams family. I can appreciate ah. what they are. It's there are some good jokes. I I was Morticia when for one year as Halloween, and it was the happiest I ever remember 
being dressing up for anything. So because I was in all black and it was like my dream. So uh, yeah, it was it was fine. I want to be pubert for Halloween next year. We can make that happen. Okay. <laughs> I just want to be a smaller version of more of a Gomez. <laughs> Gomez. Yeah. I was gonna say, are you, are you Gomez from the Adams family? Like, no, I'm pubert. No. I'm pubert. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I did did love that the baby had the exact same mustache. That was that was yeah. a good bit as well. So cute. Maybe I had your scores mixed up because either you gave the Santa Claus a seven and a half, and Ken gave it a ten, or oh, Meg I think gave it a ten. Right? No, I think I probably gave it a ten. Wow, I really don't remember. I think it made me cry, so I had to give it a ten. Oh, got it. <laughs> Is that where we? decide like if that if that makes you That's tear up hits me. yeah i had to give an Adam sandler movie of a higher score because of that <sighs> that was a hard one too to to give but <laughs> had to do it CJ, what would you rate this movie for you for me i i enjoyed this i i was on board with it pretty much immediately this is by no means an amazing movie but i was happy to rewatch it there were some good jokes in there i'll give it like a uh, 6.8. Okay. A little below the critics, kind of near the audience. Probably not going to watch this ever again, but yeah, <laughs> I, I kind of, I laughed at parts. There were, there were some good jokes. Yeah. You straight up texted me. You're like, this is a good movie. Yeah. Was, I was really <laughs> oh, on board okay. with it right away. <laughs> Ken, what would you rate this movie? Huh. For you. For me, I, I laughed. I liked it. Uh, it's is a good movie. Would I ever watch it again? No, I probably want to watch the first one at some point. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to give it a solid 5.5. I know five is usually my cutoff for watching it again, but it is. I I could if it's on, I would watch it. I guess for the end credit sequence. Yeah, well, I guess I do need to bump it up because of that. So, yeah, that uh, that definitely helps. Yeah, five point five. That's what gets it that half point above a five. Yeah. Adam's family, here it is. <laughs> so Please, everyone, go go look so it up. Immediately, oh go God. watch that. Yeah, listen to it, watch it, get you it will, in your brain. You will not You're be welcome. disappointed. You're welcome. Did we even talk about the Thanksgiving part of this movie? No, no, we did oh. not. <laughs> yeah, we we should probably do that before we uh, we leave because that's the whole point. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so while while uh, Wednesday and Pugsley are at camp, they for some reason have to do a, a play about the first Thanksgiving. It's a it's a summer camp, and they're right. doing a play about the first Thanksgiving. Which is I really did not weird. put that together until you just said it <laughs> that it was a summer camp, but they're doing a November. Why? Thing. Why? Yeah, why? <laughs> was was it being like? Do they know it was going to be released in like November? Maybe. Or that it's Camp Chippewa and they were trying to go with that. Oh. Which, uh, okay, uh, speaking of the camp, one more joke that definitely went over my head as a kid but very much enjoyed now was the counselor saying, um, that's what being privileged is all about. (laughs) Right. I did not realize that every person, every girl in that camp was white and blonde. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's like... It's a cult. I did not when I was younger watching it. I had no idea, and yeah, it's like all all white people, and um, they're rich, and it's just like this is very weird to see, especially now with what's going on. And they have 
uh, Wednesday and Pugsley are in the Harmony Hut watching Disney movies, and they have the entire camp come greet them when the movie's over. They come out of the Harmony Hut and are greeted by everyone. Just anytime they need to like reinforce that they're all friendly there, they start singing Kumbaya, which is super Ugh. creepy. Yeah. Like the way they do it, super creepy. And that they use the word perky is how like they describe themselves. I want to be perky. Oh, God. <laughs> it's oh, a cult. But, it's a full-on cult. But not everyone is is white and blonde. There is a, a small group of people who are of other ethnicities and... Uh, they for the Thanksgiving show to get back to that. Yes, they are all the Native Americans, and they flip the script and uh, attack all of the the white. They the stage land. a coup and take yeah. over the whole camp and light stuff on fire. It's the best. Pretty great. And Wednesday, and Wednesday is has the best. Lunch. Wednesday is the best uh, speech about. Why Thanksgiving is a dumb holiday for us because <laughs> yeah. we massacred an entire uh, group of people. So that's really nice. Yeah. It's good yes. to see the, the revenge part of it. I liked that. I'm there for that. Yeah. I see, see gifts like that each floating around around Thanksgiving every year. It's <laughs> the best. Wait. What? We cannot break bread with you. Huh? Becky, what's going on? Wednesday. You have taken the land which is rightfully ours. Years from now, my people will be forced to live in mobile homes, on reservations. Your people will wear cardigans and drink highballs. We will sell our bracelets by the roadsides. You will play golf and enjoy hot hors d'oeuvres. My people will have pain and degradation. Your people will have stick shifts. The gods of my tribe have spoken. They have said, do not trust the pilgrims, especially Sarah Miller. They they tie the camp counselors and roast them over a fire. <laughs> oh right. So the interesting part about the roasting people over fire part. So at the end, like we see the main white blonde girl, Amanda, she's being tied to a stake and basically burned at it. And then they kind of cut it there. Um, and then later at the end, for some reason, the baby pubert gets catapulted up into the sky and like looks into an airplane, which the family, Amanda and her parents were on. That scene was only added because people thought that Wednesday murdered Amanda. And they were oh. like, they're like, we can't do that. So that was the only reason that scene existed was because they're like, yeah, they think she straight up burnt a woman. So that was pretty, pretty great. I mean- Definitely look like it. Yeah, like what's so, the point of yeah, this fair. stupid airplane scene? And um, huh. that's it. It's just to be like, no, no, she's okay. She got out all right. Everything's fine. This is a kids' movie. But yeah. other than that, wow. they got away with a whole lot of stuff. They threw babies out, out windows. They almost guillotined a baby. They were just very, very crazy stuff going on. It's kind of awesome. Guys, this movie is PG thirteen. So I don't know how much of a like kids' movie. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely not j- straight up a kids' movie. It's definitely for like families, I guess. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I've ever asked, or maybe I have, and forgive me. But were you guys ever not allowed to watch PG thirteen movies? Did you have yeah. like a cutoff? Like, were your parents monitoring that stuff that close? My parents were were very strict about movies up until a certain point, mm-hmm. until it started in uh, affecting my ability to socialize with other people, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, okay, we'll let you watch." So stuff. Like about five years ago, you were still allowed to. <laughs> okay, <do it. laughs> got him. He walked into it. 
CJ? <laughs> um, well, famously, the first movie I've ever seen is Die Hard. Saw that as a child. Um, but I, I think, it, yeah, I think, I think I was three years old or something like that. I think they were kind of picky and choosy with PG 13. I think I was allowed to watch some, but not others. Definitely wasn't allowed to watch R until, yeah, I don't know, some sort of teenager, I think. Even though we grew up watching like The Simpsons and The yeah. Drew Carey Show and shit like that, which was like just as inappropriate. Yeah, The Simpsons was a big, I like, my f- parents never cared what I was watching or doing. They literally paid no attention. They showed us movies I probably should not have watched as a child. Um, th- but for some reason, there was always a debate about The Simpsons. Like my cousin was not able, was not allowed to watch The Simpsons, but the rest of us were able to. And we'd be like, um, so leave. Like we're watching it. <laughs> it's just like, wow. I remember my aunt just being confused why my mom would be okay with us watching the Simpsons. It was such a bad show. And my mom's like, I don't know. It's funny. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh my yeah. I think it always helps with, if the parents also like the show, I think that was the thing. Like my parents also laughed at the Simpsons. They're like, yeah, this show's great. We'll just put that on. It's fine. And then you have yeah. itchy and scratchy, like full on murdering each other in horrific ways. Yeah. Those are really bad. Actually. Like some of those are pretty, most of them are pretty graphic. Yeah. Maybe that's why I never watched The Simpsons because I wasn't wasn't allowed. Or the Treehouse uh, of Horror episodes, their Halloween ones. Those those, those I remember frightening me as a kid. Yeah, oh. those were scary. Yeah, but they were awesome. I wanted to watch those because horror, mm-hmm. uh, but also I just don't know The Simpsons, so I was like, ah. I don't think you necessarily need to know to appreciate all of the things that they put into those episodes. Like there's no, you don't really know, need to know like much of the backstory of anybody to know that they're just like one-off episodes that don't really matter much. Okay. They're they're also like, it's not one episode. The Treehouse of Horrors have like little, little sketches kind of, or or what have you. So it's like three or four little short ones instead of a full Simpsons episode. That's cool. Guess yeah. we'll have to wait till next year when we can watch all the spooky things again. Yep. Yeah, sadly. <laughs> can we just do that? Can we do all month long as just Treehouse of Horror episodes? <laughs> just only Simpsons? We could do like one where we watch a couple or something. I mean, they're short, right? So Yeah. yeah. I'm just well, kidding. Nope. That won't happen. <laughs> it's never going to happen. No. Sorry, folks. <laughs> Meg, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Uh, do you have anything you want to plug at the end here? Be kind. Wear a mask. Stay home if you can. Just be nice and do your best to try to make other people's day and don't be mean. I like it. Very nice. Yeah. Don't be jerks, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Knock it off. We're all going through it right now. Everybody's going through it. Just be nice to other people and try to spread kindness around, but don't spread coronavirus around. (laughs) That's right. Kindness, not coronavirus. That's right. Mm, close. <laughs> it almost rhymes. CJ, what do we have to plug? You can follow us on all the things that we're talking about. You can email us at overtalkabout at gmail.com. Call or text us at USACAT1591 or visit our website, overtalkabout.party. That's right. Uh, oh, no. They're here. <sighs> it's, I'm assuming, Lurch in a black garb. Uh, As opposed to his normal black garb. Right. Uh, hooded though. Ah. Uh, anyway, uh, he's. It's now. Just kidding. It's the over talking overlords. <laughs> Catch you guys. Uh, <laughs> Pranked. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, they're here. They show up at the end of every episode to remind me, to remind you. If you like the show, please go on iTunes and rate and especially review. Reviews are what help people find this podcast. Also, I always say especially, but I meant to say especially. Excuse me? Uh, also, I like the same word. No. One at an X. X especially. Uh, also, we spend money every day. What is happening? Here. That's it. Okay, they're gone. Someone's losing hey. it. Hey! And as we always say... Oh, damn family. There it is. <laughs> Bye. Whoop, there it is indeed. This episode of the Overtalking Podcast was edited and produced by Ken and CJ. Special guest this week was me. Music by Justin Peters, logo by Nate Richards. Check out Nate's work on Instagram at Nate Richards Designs. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs>